0: Good day and welcome to Select BGM, hosted by myself, John, and me, Rich. we put together this humble
1: show for you, the listener, with the hopes that you'll come to appreciate the most underrated music of the modern entertainment age, the music of video games.
0: Give me all you gotta cause I'm here to smoke some potter And if you don't like it then I'm just to drop some bladder And everybody spot me because I'm just lifting weights And I'm so great like Ali But I don't inflate my ego cause I'm Rico And I'm really like a king Everybody says shit goddamn What a Bing Crosby crooner motherfucker Hey 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 well, it's another week of Select BGM with me, Rich, and no John this week, because he's in Europe boring. What do you do in Europe? All sorts of fun shit. He's there with us. He's on a family vacation, the Griswold family, European vacation. So I'm stuck here doing this shit alone. So what did I do? I just listened on random... Through my vast archives, like I said, got multiple ladders going down there. And there was always oh, hard, too. I had to hire a lot of people at Home Depot to play songs for me. But after it was done, I assembled a list of, like, dude, some of the dopest ass tracks you'll ever, ever hear. And I thought, like, this episode's gonna be a whole lot more music-oriented. You know, not just, like, us talking about politics or any lame shit like that. This one's all music, and it's some really good stuff. It's heavily Japanese-influenced this time. There's a little bit of Europe in there, and not the final countdown, no Joey Tempest, but... It's pretty good. I don't have any... I don't have... Oh, yeah, I do got some stuff to say, like... Shit, yeah. Um... So yeah, I ordered that Armiga thing, the one that's like an Amiga, but like where they printed it up and it was like a Raspberry Pi, but it was actually a QB board too inside of there. Well, I got it at home and it, it sucks. It sucks bad. I fucking A, really? I'm getting a call. Hold on. Okay, I'm talking in the microphone right now. So just talk to me and I'll just talk on the call like normal. Mm-hmm. I got some. Oh, I have some if you need it. Oh, I have some of that landscaping fabric if you need some. No, yeah, that's about what I pay too. Oh, I'm alone, I'm just doing, I'm just doing it like... Alone. It's kind of, it's one of those creative processes, you know, where you're just like, you don't care, where you're having fun. No, you don't have to let me go, but it's, I don't know. But you got a better talk, you're not being recorded, only I am, but if you want to talk about like, the universe or something, then I'll talk. All right, yeah, yeah you know, like, I'm, yeah, I picked, like, a playlist that's 15 songs for this episode, so I'm just trying to power through it and get it done. Alright, hey, yeah, no, thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Sorry, my dad called. Anyway, let's just kick this sh- Oh, no, that Amiga Ar- that thing, right? So, like, um, it was kind of shit, but I got a Raspberry Pi 3, or whatever the newest one is, and that thing's fucking sweet. It's fucking amazing. The Amiga emulator's not quite there yet, but it's still a lot more stable than one on the Armiga, and It's basically like a quiet, um, version of that Laka console I had on my, one of my PCs, so, you know, it's, you can get yourself a full emulation station, which is the name of the front end for that shit too, but a full emulation station to play all your favorite shit for like 60 bucks, if someone can set up the, a good software image, but I'm sure they're out there, and you know what, I'd be glad to make them for anyone that wants one, you know, like, Yeah, so, yeah, that's not what this show's about or anything, but I'm just saying. And, you know, you have to know me before I do that shit, so hey. But anyway, um, let's kick this shit in, you know, this daydream lounge. Me chilling out on my lounger, trying to pick out tracks, and they all ended up like I'm drinking mint julep. And, you know, like, I don't know, just rolling up some numbers for the show so you can roll through them yourselves so you know at one one stage six crystal world from the game wings of death the composer was Jochen or Jochen Hippel the system was the Amiga it was released in 1990 developed by Eclipse Software and published by Thalion Software Goodness, we're back at episode 57, Daydream Lounge. So you travel through, what, there's some prog rock? No, you started out at the beginning of the journey. You were on a spaceship in Europe, but then you went through some, like, prog rock in Japan shit, you know? That was way dope. And then after that, you just watch some Japanese TV show, you know? The Power Rangers, one of those versions of it. It It was Super Sentai, whatever. And then you go to, um, or you go one forward more and... You're, you're playing some dating sim on your yellow device when you're watching in Excel Saga because you're just a character in that universe because that's the real universe. So, yeah. So, like, yeah. I, psh, sorry. I gotta get, read you off the titles and I was close with all that, but let's get it right. Get the balance right. Okay, it's, um, what was just back there was called Dancing Spirit on a Game, Fushigi no Umi no Naria. In the US, that means Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water. The composer was Hiromi Shibano. The system was a Sega Mega Drive. It was released in 1991, developed by Namco Limited, and published by them, and that one's such Stevie Wonder fulfilling this first finale, even though it's like some simple Genesis song, that one was good. And, at one four, that was that dating sim. It's called Magus Tale Eternity, and I don't know what it's about, but I like the kind of, you know, 80s theme song, heavy metal guitar lick, like Silver Spoons, or, you know, like, it's more like some... No nonsense city dudes. Just have a lot of fun, and uh, don't know who the composer was. It was on a PSP, and it was released in 2009. Developed by Hunex or Huniex, published by GN Software. And before that was actually that Battle Fever J song, the one that sounds like just it's just Power Rangers, and it has that whole Japanese flying robots with the kids like, oh, this is cool, and then a whoo. Whoop. Yeah, that was that theme was Battle Fever J theme song, and it it was on the it's just a Japanese TV theme, and the composer was Michiaki Watanabe. It was it was on TV, released 1979, somewhere around there. The the TV people, the developers were TV Asahi and Toya Company, and the publisher was TV Asahi. I picked that because I'm the only one picking anything this week. And right before that was that prog rock nightmare where you're trapped in the labyrinth with the El Toro or whatever the hell that Taurus would, uh, who gives a shit? But you're brandishing a weapon, so that was Gato Bisto, the final boss from Brandish. It, the composer was a Falcom Sound Team JDK. Um, that was on Sadme Boss Battle, some album. Um. Originally it was released in 91, but the arranged version is 2012. The developer and publisher was Nihon Falcom. Jeez, Christ, I probably missed some stuff too. But you know, I'm just, I had to do this one for real. So I'm doing this for real. You know, like, guess. The jeans that had the question mark on the back, they were for real back in the day. Or Drabos, remember Drabos with the label in the front? That's how you be real, that's how you get the chicks. That's for real, right? Yes, no, it's not for real. It's just a daydream anyway, the universe has daydreams once in a while, come on, but this one's called, um, Daydream Lounge, and it's about the best loungy music, not just the best chill out music, you know, and that's what we're doing here, so, but I'm not gonna talk too much, because I don't have a whole bunch to talk about, so I guess I'm just gonna hop in my you know like you go to the 49th street gallery and they have that that weird sega game where you hop in the capsule and it moves around and shit yeah we're playing some of that hell yeah this is tachyon from the game g-lock or g-lock g-lock that's how we say it in america god damn it the composer is was or is is hiroshi kawaguchi and yoshiro takagi and the arrangement was by the sst band It was in the arcade, and the album was the one that this remix is on. It was released in 1990 in arcade, 1992 for this rearrangement. The developer was Sega AMT Co. Ltd., and the publisher was Sega Enterprises Ltd. Sega!
2: You can be, you can change, you can live, you can go, you can live your life the way you want, change the way you live. You can be, you can change, you can live your life, you can take it in your hands today, today.
0: Oh. That's why they say in crossword puzzles to mean excited, exaggerated, like yeah, I've discovered something. Eureka. Instead of a ha, they say oh ho, who says oh ho? Only stupid motherfuckers, you you guess what, you're back with select so BGM episode 50s. <sighs> what an episode is this now? It doesn't matter, you know what the thing is, if it does matter, it's nothing. Nothing matters, it's all just a bunch of lies. Told you by your churches and all that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What you heard previously was a level one BGM3 music from the game Turrican composed by Chris Woolsbeck on Amiga. It was released in 1990, developed by Factor 5, published by Rainbow Arts. And right before everybody, when they're in top management, deals with bankruptcy. If you had two at the end of both of those that came before, it doesn't matter. You don't need to understand. The composer was a Koei sound Team. The system was a Super Famicom and the soundtrack track was... Or the, pff, the game was released in 1994, developed and published by Koei. Yeah, that was almost had some throw up behind it. And before that... Oh, can't do that sound that Dawn's good at. It's the... Anything for Way of the Samurai 3. The composer was Noriyuki Asakura. The systems were PS3 and Xbox Resist. It was released in 2008. Developed by Acquire Corp and published by Spike Co. L2D. That's like XXX, but DDD or 666, you know. The Ds are gonna be good in threes pretty soon. That rhymes. Um, yeah. And previous to that was Change-Yo. I don't even know how that sound goes. Change-Your-Way. It's, um, like, Christina Aguilera shit, but on the game Persona and the singer is Alicia La Vern, she's Debarney McCubbin's twin sister. I don't know, but she. This is a great song. The this is not the PSP version. It was on a PSX originally. From the Game Persona 2. If I didn't say that, Eternal Punishment, released in the year 2000 originally, 2012 for PSP, developed and published by Atlas. And Christ, why is it so hard for me to even read off titles? My God, alcohol doesn't do that to you, does it? Oh. I think it's just working too hard lately. My goodness, wow. So I watched Stranger Things, that TV show on Netflix. I really liked it. It w- I just liked it because it got the feel of the 80s right, the phones, the, um, I thought Winona Rider did good in it. Some of it didn't feel legit, but you know, like most of it did. And I really like that, that was pretty good. Everybody's watched that, that also it gives a shit. But check it out if you haven't. What a, oh yeah, and they, they go to this place, it's, um, this is Dark Place, the, the Veil of Shadows near Dungeons and Dragons kids. And you know, it's kind of like Poltergeist, but you actually get to go into Poltergeist land, you know? So it's, I like it, I thought that was way good, you know? I don't know, it's just a daydream, like I said before. And it's a, it's a chill out lounge here in this episode, which is called, I don't even remember anymore. What was it called? Okay, it's called Daydream Lounge. So daydream away, that's what I did here, you know. And let's just kick it into the next one. We're starting out with the second round here. No, 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 we're starting out with the third round here. That's how fucked up I am, this shit. I can edit some of this if I want to. Hell yeah. No. So yeah, if you like if you like some some women, you want to get on a cruise ship, meet some older women, you know, go check it out. You should go check out some Jamie Lee Coitus, because that's what this is from the game Leisure Suit Larry Seven. Love for Sale. The composer was Frank Zatoli. The system was on. It was a PC. I had this game. was great. It was really fun, and they even said quite impressive considering it still runs on a Commodore 64. So yeah, that's a good game. Um, the developer was Sierra Online Incorporated, and So it's a publisher. Allo is a genius, and it was yeah. It's uh, yeah, check it out. Squall from the game looping the third part two soundtrack. Not really a game of soundtrack. That's from the TV series, the second TV series. The soundtrack came out in 78. The composer was Ono, His band You some explosion band sung by Sandra Hoon. Developed and published by Columbia. Wow, harder than I thought. You try to do it before that it was just a thunderbolt out of some life force, you know, like on the NES by Konami. The composer was Shinya Sakamoto Satoi. Tasha. Hiroshima, Hitenori Miyazawa, and Atsushi Fujio. It was released in 1988, developed published by Konami. I probably said that, but i just trying to pronounce Japanese names. makes me get technical. Before um, that was Soccer Kid, which was like... It had like a funk demo, make it sound like melon or lemon, because they both did that funk sound. But it was by Matt Furnace and it was a game he, I think, actually developed. It was... And then he did a soundtrack, too. And it, um, this is the SNES version. And it sounds really good. It came out in 94, and it's... Yeah, it was by the developer was Crusalis Software Ltd. and published by Ocean Software Ltd. and There's one more somewhere. Where Where is it? Oh, it's All Systems Go. Some of the track All oh, Systems Go, 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 go. From VA11 Hall A. A cyberpunk bartender, a game out of Venezuela, from the developer Sucuban Games, published by Absurd Games. Is that like, Absurd, but Ipsurd, like, Egyptian? came out this year. It was, um, 2016. And I bought it, and I haven't gotten really into it yet. I learned how to mix a couple drinks, but I, I gotta figure that shit out. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that's it talking too much all by myself i don't know what i'm even doing tonight you know it's like i'm looking at the dutch oven sitting in my oven and i'm looking at what, what i'm so what dude i don't know here's what i do know though it's time for some top five top five avenue all right top five for this episode is top five prog power metal albums that blew my mind. At number five, I have Children of Badom. Bottom of Badom. Children of Badom. Children of Bottom. Badom. Follow the Reaper. At four, I have Angra with Holy Land. That was. They were like the native dream theater, you know, South America's population come to life in Brazil. To, do good Album. Three, Dream Theater, Awake. Two, Iron Maiden, Somewhere in Time. And then number one, Megadeth, Rust in Peace. Because that was the one where I just discovered how cool solo sounded. You know, how good, like, of a guitar player Marty Freeman was. It, it took it to a technical level, you know, and like, like, it helped me get into it. You know what I mean? Like, Dream Theater and all. Move on to whatever it is. I'm going to say moving on like it's... Like you're supposed to surpassing just like checking something else out and I don't know what I did there or if I'm even at the end of this thing whatever (laughs) you know if if you like the show make a comment on, on Facebook or Google Plus or no no go make a comment about it on Reddit go tell other people don't go tell the places that already don't know if you like it you know otherwise just forget about it but hey as always, sorry for being such a dumbass, and I don't even know how terrible this episode's going to be, because this one was an experiment, and I'm sorry if I'm an idiot, and night. and as I say in Canada, peace out, at SelectBGM 2016, signing up, Rich.